Nations, also known Jeez. as Bumpkin, he is responsible for the for the airgasm. Yeah. Inside, 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 Hello and welcome to the Sugar and Dread podcast. First name Sugar. Second name Dread. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. We're in the building and it's still winter season. It's still cold. Yeah, yeah. Still still December. Still, it's still that time. Um, mm-hmm. yo, we're on the other side of Christmas now. Well, you're on the other side of Christmas. Yeah. Um, we're we're on we're on the other side of the other side of Christmas. Time travel um, things. Yeah, them things there. So, yeah. um, yeah. How are you, Gabriel? I'm 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 good. I'm good. You know. Um, yeah. In we're in that we're in that um that interregnum um period and so this is always a this is always a strange time for me of it's either of self-reflection or or um or self-destruction um self-destruction more so this time of year than any other time of year um you know reflecting on reflecting on the various on the on the various good things that have that have uh happened um where i kind of need to go for the new year and also also just reflecting on the various ways i self-sabotaged in it all the yeah, hold tight, hold tight. All the people I uh, I hadn't responded to messages to, um, large up, large up the large up the opportunities I I threw away because because of um, what what of, are yeah. what are some of the good things that have happened to you this year? You said you were reflecting on Ooh, some of the good things. Yes, yes, yes. What what were some of those? Uh, at the speed of dark, that that came out this year. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. That was cool. Um. If you do not appropriately address what at the speed of dark was this instant, are you mad? Oh, <laughs> at the speed of dark came out. That was good. If you better try that one again. All right, I will. I will. I will. I will approach that one again. Let me. Let me run up to that one again. Um, mm-hmm. At the speed of dark, my um my pamphlet debut pamphlet came out. Um, printed mm. by yeah yeah published with Bad Betty Press again. Every time mm. I mention this book, I plug them because like it wouldn't exist without them, obviously, because they are they are the press. Um, so yeah, that was. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. That's the that's the culmination of of a of a of a period of 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 work. Um, yeah, I did I did a lot of um what's it called a lot of Shakespeare um so that was cool that was really really good um yeah just connecting with people from like various parts of the country and and the wider world in it um so shout out the show must go online um for that um yeah yeah what else what else those those are the two those are the two main ones that stick out in my mind oh also survivor's guilt dropped um uh which is an incredible short film uh written and directed by Caleb Femi um that I had the had the privilege of being involved with 
Um, so that was mm. yeah, yeah. Even we recorded it last last year, um, last December, um, but it came out this year. Um, so yeah, grateful for that. Grateful for that. Um, what else? What else? Various, various, um, various things to do with my personal life um, have 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 bloomed, have blossomed, um, despite the despite the soil not being not being um, amazing and the sun. Um, either being too hot or or not present. So, yeah, m- many things to be grateful for. I think those those are the those are the highlights that come to mind immediately. And what about yourself? How 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 are you? And what are you what are you reflecting on and and claiming in the in the new year? What I did, uh, I finished um, Americana by Chimamanda. Um, Ngozi Adichie um, the other day and that was the 37th book that I've read this year um, and I was reflecting a snap, by the way, finger snapping to <laughs> you. yes um, I was reflecting on like a couple of years ago where I was like oh, I want to read more poetry books mm-hmm. um, and, and I read I think 12 or 13 poetry collections in the year and then yes. after that I was just like I want to just read more in general uh-huh. um, and I think I read between like 15 to 20 books in mm-hmm. no about, I think I read about 20 books in a competition with my brother my brother well um, I remember that and, yeah that was that was cute yeah and then I think I did that no I think I yeah I think I did that again I think I did that two years in a row mm-hmm. um around with book reading around 15 to 20 or so books um and then this year I was like oh I want to read um a book a week so my aim was 52 mm-hmm. um yes. and at the moment I'm just short well just short I'm more than just short but I've hit 37 um but that's about three books a month um yeah and this is coming from a place where like a book a month um like thinking that I could read a book a month felt like ridiculous. Mm. Um, so it's nice to look at like the past few years as someone who does read, like I've always enjoyed reading, yeah. but still found it difficult to be like, ah, oh, I'm going to read X amount of books. Or like the idea of reading like 20 books in a year was mm-hmm. a bit nuts. And now I'm aiming for 52. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think it, it's just nice to see the progression um, when you do aim for something and, and go for it consistently Yes. Um, there's growth and I haven't hit 52 yet but next year mm. we'll try um, I don't know if I'm going to try for 52 next year um, but mm. we'll see but like just being able to set reading goals and have have that is uh, just to look at something and be like oh okay cool like this is something that over the past few years um, I've uh, gone after improving and I've seen improvements in it um, yeah. progressively and been able to track it and stuff so that's been that's been nice. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great, good, good, good. Uh, are we gonna Are we gonna hand over to our guests now? Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got two very special guests um, lined up for you today. Mm-hmm. Um, two two love of my life's um, and. And they're fantastic. And we're going to start with Victoria. Yes. And let's get into Victoria's top five. Hey, guys. Um, This is so 
mad because I'm gonna pretend that I'm speaking to someone on the other end of the line but obviously that's not the case and it is 9.30 in Leighton where I am as I record this and um, you know obviously we would be probably able to record this in person together and have actual bants but coronavirus so um yeah this this is this is how we're gonna have to get it done um it is such a joy to be sending you something um to be featuring on this podcast which is just um my way of keeping your voices in my life um I really love your company and um at a time like this when we all can't gather together. It means a lot to have other ways of of hearing from people. Like, this year has been mad. I hope um, everyone's families and friends are well. And, um, yeah, it's also gone so quickly. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what's going on? I just don't understand how we can be on our houses this much and time is still flying. Like, what? what is that um I'm now going to start with my top five I'm going to choose to do the top five fruit um so I the the irony of this is that in in thinking about my top five fruit I'm starting to realize that um, we actually live like such a deprived life over here um, because even though obviously this is possible, you know, even though this should be obvious, like it occurred to me when I was, um, I spent some time in Brazil two years ago and like when I tell you the amount of fruit that I don't even know the translation of that were just like everyday fruit but like over here, we just have like our like like mango, I don't know, orange, apple, um, like obviously, obviously like Rubicon, like you've got like guava, you've got um passion fruit, you've got like lychee, you know what I mean? But I'm actually realizing now that I don't have a lot of um the diversity of the fruit in my life is actually quite poor. Um, so I'm going to do my top five and, um, I'm thanking you for, for this challenge, which has helped me to realize that my life can't go on with this level of, um, of fruit scarcity. So we're going to start with number five and, um, number five is going to be the humble strawberry. When they are not great, they are like, meh. But like when they're really good, ooh, they're good. Do you know what I mean? So I have to give number five to the strawberry. Number four. You know what? What the hell? I'm going to just say number four is going to be kiwi. Let's call number four kiwi because when they're good, they're good. Sometimes though, sometimes you get kiwis that just like, have you ever had a kiwi, like bought kiwis that just didn't ripe? And you thought, oh, let me just leave it. You come back to it. You squeeze it. It's hard. Yeah, so let's put number four as kiwi because that's not usually the case of what happens, but it has happened. Um, it's a possibility. Um, 
Now, wild card number three, I'm going to say coconut. Um, and it, obviously it's not a traditional fruit. Like, it's not like a fruit you can just like sink your teeth into. Do you know what I mean? Like in that sort of juicy way. Like obviously you've got like the flesh inside, but like it's not like a fruit, fruit, fruity fruit. Um, but I'm going to, I'm putting coconut at number three because I feel like um, this fruit does a lot. Like you got coconut water, you got coconut milk, you've got coconut cream, you got coconut flakes, you got coconut sugar, um, and it is it is like obviously like in when you're in a nice tropical country, is probably the most hydrating thing you could possibly drink. You know, plenty of magnesium, all of that good stuff. So coconut gets number three. Uh, number two. I don't know if this one really deserves to be there, to be honest, because you can, like, I can only have so much, but I have had a few great ones in my lifetime, particularly from, from Ghana. So pineapple is number two. And then, and then, I mean, you probably guessed it by now, but I mean, what else could be number one but mango, really? It's just... I just don't think I've ever had a bad mango in my life. So that is my top five fruit. Yo. Mm-hmm. See that voice? Oh, please. It's just, it's just, it's just hypnotic. Um, yeah. I mean, I, we, we all feel the same way about mango and this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, coconut, however, we do not feel the same way about and mm-mm, mm-mm. I when she started talking about all the things that coconut can do I was like these look at all the ways that I've been tormented by this by this fruit <laughs> look at all the ways um <laughs> boy but anyways um let's get let's get into our second guest of this episode um Anita and she's going to give us her top five yes thank you sugar and dread for inviting me to be part of your pod um super excited um so yeah my name's Anita Barton Williams and I'm gonna get right into it so my top five are sayings from childhood um I don't have any honorable mentions simply because I feel like my brain is fried um but these are the my top five I feel like they're the ones that I heard the most growing up um so our number five is wanty wanty kyan getty and getty getting a wanty um (laughs) yeah I don't know if you can tell because my patois is very bad but um it's a Jamaican saying that basically means like be grateful for what you have like people complaining about what they want when they have it and then there are people that want what the other person has so yeah at number four is everything happens for a reason um i heard that consistently growing up like all the time um and i i really believe that everything does happen for the for a reason the universe works as it's supposed to um number three is pure crosses um i feel like I heard that so often because that's all there was in our house. No, that wasn't all there was in our house, but pure crisis, which basically means pure problems. Um, number two, 
I'm laughing because, yeah, I heard this a lot because I definitely didn't do what I was supposed to all the time. So it's, if you can't hear, you must feel. And it's so true. If if you don't want to listen, then you're going to have to learn the hard way and you're going to have to suffer for it. Um, And then my number one that I carry all the time with me is nothing is done before it's time. I'm a firm believer in everything happens when it's supposed to happen. So yeah, that was my top five. So I'll go... I'll go back up. Like number five was wanty wanty can get it and get it get in a wanty. Number four, everything happens for a reason. Number three, pure crosses. Number two, if you can't hear, you must feel. And at number one is nothing is done before it's time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel like these these voices. I need I need like I don't know. I need them to just collaborate. Just like. All, all my books I want read by like if I was to ever do or like listen to audiobooks, um, my request is for them to be read by Victoria or Anita. Just throwing that out there, just putting that, putting that out there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like who don't hear must feel, um, is is what the world is doing to. To, to the UK oh, at the absolutely. moment. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like... Most definitely. Oh, you don't want to hear that that you're moving mad. You don't want to hear that there's consequences to your actions. Um, You must word. feel. But yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on uh-huh. because I have no desire to talk about pagans. Um, <laughs> Yo, we have... Uh, some poems coming up and we have yeah. um, our first some poems will be a poem by Victoria um, one of her own poems now uh-huh. ah Victoria 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 mm. um, talk briefly a little bit about Victoria Gabriel why have we got Victoria on the show ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, we've got Victoria on the show because she Again, when when we were putting this, when we were putting a list together, right, when we were assembling our roster, um, there are certain names that just immediately kind of came to mind, um, and we went, yeah, we have to, we have to, we have to get this person and think and hope that they were free, um, and Victoria was up was like amongst the top of our list, um, for for this because she's just there's just this warmth that she that she exudes um there's but there's there's also there's also this this wisdom and this kind of calming presence um that is that is victoria um yeah i think victoria victoria is one of those one of those poets that kind of she, she one of those people even that you know you she'll she'll leave she'll leave a mark on she'll leave a mark on on you um meeting her and so yeah we decided to come and bring some of that we decided to ask her if she could bring some of that um some of that presence and share her work on with us because her her poems her poetry is incredible let's let's go over to her to her work in it i think i've done enough i've done enough talking listen for yourselves this is victoria Adukwe bully yes um i'm going to read a poem that 
features um, that recently was published online um, um, on mapmagazine.co.uk um, as part of a series curated um, by Helen Jarman um, called Tenancy about how we live and how we rent and how we relate to property. So this poem is called Stephanie and I wrote it in 2019, I think, surely? Yeah, I wrote it in 2019, could be 2018, but 2019, I think. And um, Stephanie is a friend of mine. We went to the same high school. We're still in touch um, and she used to live on my road and it was just like the most amazing thing to have like a good friend actually living in uh, on the same road as you um and so when she moved house like I um it's in the poem but when she moved house it was just one of the most heartbreaking things for me because I knew she was going to move but um I um I didn't know how soon because adult life is nuts and you don't see your friends as much as as you should um yeah so this is called Stephanie I walked past your house today on the way to mine I thought I might stop by again and we could talk a little or too long until late preferably until my phone rings Somebody was in your porch calling to someone else inside who was maybe your mother, your sister or even yourself and I thought about stopping by but it wasn't your mother's car in the drive and no, it wasn't your house anymore. We used to walk to the park at night time. I used to tell you to quit your job. What is a friend but someone to sit with on the swings out in the darkness? So that's the poem. Um. Mm. Bars. Mm. Lindsay is just, just snapping, just snapping, Oi. snapping, Oi. snapping. See, what I, this, this, what, what, I, what I really love about doing this winter season is... Can just re- you can just kind of relax and let the let the poets kind of take you in their own in their own voice. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like um, what's it called when uh, you're used to traveling into into like work or something? Can you always take public transport? Um, but then this one this one this one week your work says oh we're gonna order you addison lees to go in every every not even addison lees limos the works like we're gonna order you limo special car mercedes black windows big seats new plate to drive you into work door to door um but yeah that's that's what i feel like is is currently happening yeah 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 that's that's it that's exactly it that's exactly it i thought you were going to talk about i thought you were going to talk about you you decide to walk and take the scenic route and you're like wow oh my gosh but no it's the addison which is because 
because they've they've it's, it feels like you know we've we've um we've set up special special uh luxury service to travel in style i feel yeah. like i feel like our podcast for the winter season is just traveling in style all these all these fancy fancy poets come in to do fancy fancy poems it's just like yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um so that was victoria uh-huh. and uh now we have got anita um yeah yeah uh yeah. um yeah, yeah gabriel 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 talk to us talk to us small small about oh. anita oh 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 again where to begin where to begin uh okay so um i first met anita at the uh so but the barbican young poets program part of the application process is a recruitment evening and so so like you send your you send your um application through uh, and then the next thing you hear back is to whether you're going to get a date um for 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 like a like kind of like a like a mini workshop you know just to just to kind of see how what you're like in the workshop environment to see how you are with the with the with the group setting etc um and one of the individuals i met at my at my byp recruitment evening in 2015 was was a certain anita barton williams who at the time had started or was starting uh i can't remember which of the two it was uh this an event series for uh black and brown women uh called ho noir um you don't know kind of how good the connection is going to be when you first make it um and you know initially you know it's just you you're meet you're meeting somebody but you know, as as time's gone on, um, Anita, Anita is, yeah, Anita, Anita, Anita's got a special place in my heart. Actually, um, she is definitely she's an an incredible an incredible poet. Um, what just what what she what she does with what she does with with poetry would is just like raw. There is it's so it's so raw it's so honest and like the real what she's this 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 the spirit you could the, the, her spirit is alive the spirit is alive mm-hmm. in in the work that um that she that she um writes that she performs um mm. yeah yeah she's just the best vibes she's just the best vibes and we're, we're really yeah. excited to share her work with you uh, to, to, to share yes to share her work with you i did say that correctly um yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no you you got it yeah anita's 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 great man anita's yeah. great um as a this this it's not a warning um but yeah. but this poem that she's gonna read is is spicy in it it's a spicy yeah. poem um if, listener if just go on go on, go on. yeah <laughs> yeah listener, listener discretion um is 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 a um what's well, NS, nsfw in it um maybe maybe one of those just, yeah yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah not safe for work so um yeah yeah listen yeah, to discretion yeah, is yeah. Advice. <laughs> <Discretion is advice. laughs> um maybe maybe yeah, this the, is the time to put your earphones in <laughs> um all right let's let's go and here is anita barton williams yes um now i'm gonna share a poem of mine um The poem I chose is one that I wrote during a workshop um, and it uses marginalia. If you don't know what marginalia is, um, 
it's basically when you um when you use your margins of your poem to like share reading experiences um and like reference other authors normally um so this one references a writer called Patrice Bonny Zamia from her poem Tetua. Um I was going to read that poem as my choice like after but I didn't choose her but um the poem Tetua was basically talks about how she's constantly being um silenced as a black woman um by her mother by the police by the state um so yeah this is my this is my poem that uses marginalia like this the tongue as the month opened i found my tongue in his mouth et aujourd'hui je sais pas parler seulement je pense the tongue has been lost found stolen when i have it it is the palm of my hand the bends of my fingertips holding a pen dribbling on paper what has been lost found stolen lost un dad tells me no one will ever be able to love me deux mum backhands me hearing my cousin's tut thinking it is mine trois he puts one hand down my jeans uses the other to hold me against the wall i found my tongue in his ear et aujourd'hui je ne sais pas parler found one two three i found my tongue on his dick ballpoint of titanium bar a slow wine et seulement je pense stolen un he puts hand down jeans uses other to hold me against the wall one he jeans me against the wall so yeah that was my poem called the tongue Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We told you. Yeah. You know that something I forgot to mention was what she does with form, right? Mm. I, yeah, Anita does. Anita just does really, really interesting things with form. Um, she's she's fantastic with she's fantastic with form, and I think there's something about um, even as I was listening to the poem again, and I was like. Oh, I called it spicy, but I'm just like, ah, oh, spicy isn't the right word because there's so, um, there's so much in that, in in there's there's just so many nuances in that poem. Um, I yeah. feel like so, Definitely. so many um other other things outside of that, and even even inside of the quote unquote spiciness, there's um there's there's questions there. Um, there's like yeah there's i don't know there's shades to it um and and the the placing of of certain words and like stolen and and just coming in at different points and it it's just just so much more to it that i'm like mm, like i i want to um yeah to kind of sit down with it to 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 ask more questions of it um yeah but yeah you you can read you can read um that poem on her website Mm-hmm. Uh, anita Um yes. yeah uh now 
we are going to get into Victoria reading a poem by somebody else. Yes. Um, but before we jump into uh, the somebody else, Gabriel, um, just, just, we, 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 we lost some of some of the bios. Just, just yeah. We lost some of the bios. Oi, 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 oi. So, Victoria Adukwe Bully is a poet, writer, and artist, uh, an alumna of the Barbican Young Poets. Her work has appeared widely in publications, including the Poetry Review, uh, the London Review of Books, the, and the Chicago Review. Right. In addition to featuring on BBC Four's Women's Hour, so she was a recipient of the Society of Authors Eric Gregory Award. Uh, for promising UK poets mm. under thirty in two thousand and eighteen, look at look at that, look at that, and she has held residencies internationally in the US, in Brazil, and in the Victorian Albert Museum in London. Uh, Victoria is the director of Mother Tongues, an intergenerational poetry, film, and translation project centered centering the indigenous language heritages of black poets, um, supported by Arts Council England and visual arts charity Autograph. Yes, she is a complete works poetry and Instituto Sakata fellow, um, and is a member of the of the Poetry Translation Center's advisory board. Um, her debut pamphlet, Girl B, was published as part of the 2018 New Generation Afri New Generation African Poets series. Um, and in 2019, she was awarded the, a Techne scholarship for fully funded doctoral research at Royal Holloway University of London. Um, that's mm -hmm. Victoria, isn't it? That's Victoria. Mm -hmm. Are we? Are we jumping in? Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. So we've we've in it. We've um we've given you we've given you the accolades. So now let's yeah. listen to who she wants you to listen to. This is Victoria Adukwe Bully reading a poem by somebody else. Yeah. And finally, I will read another poem by someone else. And um, I'm just trying to find the page right now. If you can't tell, I'm lying down because it's been a long day and I'm like so tired. Um, but I hope it comes across as like chill like chill energy um where is the poem so while i look for it i will explain the author um the author i'm reading this whose poem i'm reading her name is linda gregg um i only discovered her only came across her this year um here it is and um she just like i love poems that just get like to the root of language in a way that feels like they don't make very clear sense, but there is a sense that they make that your soul just sort of somehow understands. Like, I, I love a poem that my head can't really over-intellectualise, but my, my, my heart really feels. And this poem to me is an example of of that um and so yeah this poem is by linda gregg from her collection called all of its singing um she's no longer alive so this is a collection of her um poems across her lifetime and this poem is called alma to her sister alone no loneliness in the dream in the quiet in the sunrise, in the sunset, Louise. 
in the dream, no loneliness in the dream, in the sunrise, in the sunset, just the two of us, alone, no loneliness, done, in the dream, in the quiet of the day, done, in the sunrise, Louise, in the dream, in the dream, in the sunrise, in the sunset, alone, no loneliness, done, no loneliness in the dream, in the quiet, in the sunrise, in the sunset. Louise, in the dream, in the sunrise, in the sunset. So that's me done. Um, that is, um, yeah, that was a poem from Linda Gregg. Um, and I am so happy to have shared it here and um, to have been a part of this. Um, but yeah, I miss you guys and um, I am sending lots of love and can't wait to be in your presence again. Thank you so much for having me and I hope to catch you very soon. All my love. Victoria! Hey. Victoria! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm 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 affectionately screaming Victoria's name. Uh okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Give us give us give us um some of Anita's bio. Ooh, child, child, child. Yeah, Anita Barton Williams is a writer, poet, translator, and producer. She's the mother and father of Ho Noir, a creative platform and organization amplifying the works of black and brown women artists. Uh, she's a former Roundhouse resident artist, uh, Barber Kenyon Poets alumna, and member of the Octavia Poetry Collective. Uh, she lives between London and Brussels. I think she was either go- she was either going for a PhD or like she's in the midst of one. Um, I cannot remember now because it was this development was a while ago. But yeah, we're talking like she's 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 graduated at least twice. Um, she speaks she speaks French. She speaks obviously she speaks English. She speaks like yeah yeah. I think when exploring translation and seeing like I think I'm always amazed sometimes just by people's ability to exist in in the creative realm and then like other realms as well um Mm. and I'm always like blown away by people who are bilingual um and to to be involved in languages in a in a, a a professional and an academic sense is something that genuinely amazes me as well and I think Anita in terms of her um uh the things that she's she's done and I think in terms of her writing um her poems um there's so many distinct moments I think of like particularly at Barbican where it's like Anita will read her poem or you'll see the poem that Anita's put in for the anthology and you're just like big man Mm-hmm. you're moving mad so yeah this is anita barton williams reading a poem by somebody else yes um and now i'm gonna read a poem by one of my favorite poets also a lovely lovely man um yeah I'm, i've been blessed enough to meet him in person um and i'm blessed enough to read his poem man from his collection zimbabwe so this is man by Sapiro Mugabe, and it goes like this. I used to make apologies for having the soft in my man, a wave of woman in my masculinity. 
I was called too gentle and too unmanly for not hoarding women in my waist. Today I wear my mother in my voice. I am clothed in her. I wear my sisters in my thinking, my grandmother in my bone, in my soul. I am after all my grandmother's child, for she prayed for me. It was she who went before God, red war paint on her face from fighting the men. She pleaded for a son. How then can I deny the woman in me, when my coming to earth was because women prayed for me? Was I not made from a woman's mouth? Only father remarks at my petal nature. The women I came from say, I am beautiful. So that was Man by Tapiro Mugabe. Um, I chose this poem because I love how it navigates um, both acknowledging like the fact that we all have a bit of masculine and feminine in us um, and how he's like thanking, thanking the woman in his life for his femininity and what that has brought him and what that then has allowed him to share with the world. But I also love the narrative of this kind of in conversation with um, the women in his life. And I just feel like it's beautifully written. Um, I love the imagery. Um, only father remarks at my petal nature, you know, like the things that are stereotypically considered to be feminine, but he, him em embracing those things. Um, and, and, and his reflection, I love his reflection in the poem, you know, I, it, the way it starts, I used to make apologies for having the soft in my man. So we understand now that that's the past tense, like he doesn't feel that way anymore. And I just think that's so beautiful. I don't know, it's just, I enjoyed the whole collection, but <laughs> this poem in particular, I just like how it honors women and black women above anything else. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. And thanks, Sugar and Dread, for having me. Sending you lots of love and light. Hey. Oh, yeah. We felt it. We felt hey. the love and light. We felt it. Man's <laughs> <laughs> hey, right now. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that poem. Actually, I need to, I need to look up my man. Um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, whichever episode we'll, we'll always have links to who, to who, yeah, we'll always have in the in the show notes who was read, um, yeah, and uh, that is that is the episode we came through. We brought you some a delectable guest with yes. Victoria Adukwe Bully and uh -huh. Anita Barton Williams. Um, yeah. They're top two and they're not two in it. So, so, that's it. so that, that's it. argue with your mothers. We had a top five fruit from Victoria <laughs> and then we had top five sayings from Anita. And Gabriel, tell the people what they read. So, yes, so Victoria read um, a poem of hers, Stephanie. Um, uh, and and Anita Barton Williams read her poem The Tongue. Um, Anita also read A Man by Tapiwa Mugabe, and Victoria read Alma to Her Sister by Linda Gregg. Check out those poems, uh, check out the poets, uh, look at the collections. Once again, we'll be putting the links in the show notes. Um, the music that you're listening to in the background is by Gabriel P. Jones. Okay, follow, us on, follow us on Twitter at Sugar and 
Dread. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah.